What is happening? What is up? It is Orange Juice in the Cup. Welcome back to another episode of Just Be Normal. I got my main man, Schmitz. Schmitz, what up? Yo, dude. I like to hear the OJ. Tell me now, are you a, a Pope guy, a medium Pope, a no Pope? So, funny enough, we actually, we could just dive right in, but I wanted to talk to Schmitz about food, too. But well, So, let's we'll get into all of it, but... We've been doing the predominant, our predominant grocery shopping at Aldi, which I checked with you guys in your group chat because I think Aldi gets a bad rap sometimes, especially from the high end folk. And my first time, I was just confused on what it was. But then like, once you realize it's basically the shakedown of what the grocery stores really don't want, because it's always like odd flavored stuff or just not the most selling item. So you realize you can get it for cheap. So sometimes though, when you shop at Aldi, you're victim to their choices right like because if you go into like around here we have like weiss giant wegmans if you go in and if you want orange juice you can you could go high pulp medium medium well like you could do probably the the order of a different brands exactly there's that now did you see this dude orange juice is now when we were kids dude you got orange juice or you got grape juice or like now it's orange juice with a hint of mango and oh it's, yeah they started mixing them yeah dude, and it's all just like i swear like i love it uh, that's like one of my favorite things is being real thirsty and like lemonade or some kind of juice hits so good but yep it, it's all crazy sugary it's all gross but anyway all to say at aldi this past weekend i'm i did our grocery shopping now if you're i don't know your wife well enough to know if she's more of a type a personality but mine is right like to a t if i if you're asking okay. me she might differ but i Marin would say i'm the type a one and i would agree knowing <laughs> you i think and that's what i found dude it's very interesting going out meeting couples with liz i usually find that the guy more times than not is the type a like and the girl is more la- lackadaisical for a better word or whatever you yeah, know but it it's varies. my person yeah and but either way I, I i go to the grocery store alone because she was working late last one of the weeks last week and i go with a list dude so already i have anxiety because i know yeah. if i don't get everything i'm like i'm fucked so OJ was on the list. So I knock it all out and she is crazy enough to where she broke it down like produce, you know, all the sections. That's nice. Yeah, dude. So it made it really easy. So I was flying through. I grabbed everything. She made sure to tell me where the tricky shit to find is. So bang, bang, bang. I'm in and out. And then, dude, final thing on the list was orange juice to make it full circle. And I sadly don't know my wife well enough to know her taste in pulp. So I, preference. Yep. And not something you think about till you get there, dude, until you're at the grocery store alone. Yep. And you know where you and I both know that a $3 purchase isn't going to make or break us at this moment in our lives. But if it's the wrong one, you get an earful regardless. Yeah. I mean, dude, if, the, if somebody's a no pulp and you show up with pulp, pulp. they're not going to be thrilled. And dude, if someone and if someone prefers high pulp, they are appalled. They look at orange juice with no pulp as if it's like orange Kool-Aid in my Fake. opinion. It's like yeah. Tang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like tang. 
sunny day <laughs> yeah so i'm left and of course dude aldi doesn't have like a medium pole <laughs> there's only none or heavy so yeah. i thought the safer i went with the safer option in my opinion so with that being said what you assume i went with the safer i think would be no pole okay you're going, you are correct. So I went no pulp. I came back to no repercussions, thank God. And I married a, mar a very open-minded orange juice drinker. She doesn't right. have, she's told me if you went with either, I would have been fine. She said she does prefer some pulp, but dude, sometimes you pick up yep. the, heavy, the heavy pulp, dude. It, it's, dude. Like, it's, like, it's like basically just pulp, it's like, like no juice. I have, so I, I mentioned on here dude she's a floridian so she's used to like fresh fruit in her house and shit like do you remember yeah. when we were kids the the i don't even know the cylinder of concentrate you could buy in the freezer section oh the frozen one yeah. oh yeah, yeah dude, that, dude. that stuff was awesome yeah i, I, I love that stuff i asked her she was so appalled even by the question <laughs> like have you ever seen and as soon as because we were on the orange juice topic and i was like i got to that part i had have you ever seen and i held my hands up in the cylinder size and she goes oh never it was a straight <laughs> cylinder and like a cardboard wrapping my mom or dad would just put it in the pitcher and turn the water on and you Let have to stir Dude, and yeah. it was just like, and they made it. See, we weren't bold enough. I know my dad used to keep those on deck, and he would always have orange juice. But the grape ones are crazy to me, dude. Because I'm out on the grape. Yeah, I had dude. it too as a kid, but I'm Did out you? on it. Okay, yeah. see, that one would skeeze me out a little too much. <laughs> yeah, that's like definitely in the tang category. <laughs> yeah. Where like the the this cylinder actually, well, I I actually thought the cylinder was good. Say, like, this conversation is making me want to go get one i'm not kidding when you got to the point where it was like definitely too concentrated to actually serve to someone but as a 13 year old kid it was like nitrous oxide yeah, it was man. like you it used to be so good because i used to dude i'm such a sicko we used to do uh i'm sure you did this too the lipton giant jars of powdered iced tea oh were, yeah yeah and those were crack cocaine those were so good it was the uh, best tea cooler tea. we had the tea coolers okay uh, yeah yeah and then they would started making somewhere it was like the mix of lemonade and stuff but when i remember as a kid dude my mom she would make us mix it but then you would get the bubbles that formed on top and those mm. bubbles would hold some of the, like the sugar crystals on right. I, that's like oh my god dude those are the memories of childhood that's so dude, you fun. had to be careful with the powder mixes because like if you let them go for like a little long like if they were carrying for uh you know by that like third or fourth month like they would start to get like concrete and you had to like chisel it out with a butter knife you know <laughs> Our parents had the crazy. My mom used to be sticking like saltines into shit. She's like, "Oh no, you got to put a paper towel in. It holds the moisture." Like, 
dude the, yep. you're exactly right because and then every once in a while you would get like a crunch in your iced tea and that's what it yeah, was like it a was, rock <laughs> it was literally like a rock dude like break your teeth style you could chip a tooth on it easy you there could. was numerous products as a kid dude we were chipping teeth or easily could see it that's it was awesome yep. i feel like we grew up in although terrible for our health we grew up in a really fun generation in terms of like advertising for food and the most the craziest shit dude because they were just trying to make it eat like and i'm not gonna lie at that point i don't know what our country is doing these days like it's just chaos in my mind and that's kind of what i want to talk about like food in, in general but it's even that like it was funny because in the 90s they were trying to in my opinion help in a way to make things more convenient which yeah that was good part of the allure of the sale to the parent i think exactly just hand your kids some fun dip yeah what were those little uh cookies called that you would dip Um, them in and like uh they had uh, the icing dunkaroos 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 not you who's yeah there was a ooze yeah but you're and it's a common misconception of the ooze mix-up but what i will (laughs) say though is i think like even you're talking about packing lunches for your kids it goes from having to make a sandwich every day to i don't know about you dude but i grew up with a single parent household so my mom yeah well we my put parents that, divorced but same we, thing more or less two single well, parents well yeah i guess i may misspoke maybe i misused that term but my parents were divorced i live with my mom the majority of the time right yeah so she's packing like in for two i pray to god i don't have two boys because i put my mom through hell and i know we did but the big thing being when we were packing lunches she did have to go convenient. She didn't have time to be like, and we were fucking fussy, dude. We grew up in a generation where all of us, I don't know about you, but I was fucking stomp my foot have, picky eater. Yep. Oh, had to have it a certain way. Dude, you know? this I mean, woman shit. would, she would go to Panera Bread for me, Smeds, when I was in high school to buy bagels for a week. And that, like, I would have a bagel and then like fruit and whatever. Like, I was, that's she phenomenal. Spoiled. She spoiled. Dude, I was a big fucking baby. But then again, like, I don't know. It's, I just find it super cool that it was something back then where you would see something new and be excited by it. Oh yeah. Now, dude, I mean, it's it's pretty gross. Like what gets people excited, dude? You know, I remember when Lunchables came out, and like that was like a huge choice. Was like, what Lunchable do you want they, today? I don't think the term like revolutionize the food industry i don't think that'll exist until they you and i talk about they're definitely going to try to make us eat bugs or the the other thing i thought about is some sort of like concentrated pill like they're going to try to dumb our food down to a dude point it's where, going in a scary way because like, that they're trying to revolutionize it again by making people not care about it because they did it already right like they took everyone out of the kitchen with frozen meals and now like meal replacements and uh all this stuff you can just order as opposed to because i don't think they want us looking at what they're putting in the grocery stores dude dude i actually read something the other day that like i forget what brand or category of food that it was but they actually something that i was reading about like nutrition and stuff because we've talked about how that's a focus Mm -hmm. and whatever brand this was if it comes to me I'll, i'll let you know but it basically said like this category like a law was passed where they don't have to say what's actually in it yeah 
Which so like you know the nutritional facts like yeah. it's basically like you it's hard to even trust that now you know which dude that's it get my biggest gripe with the country and this might bother some people that this is one of my biggest gripes but the chicken situation we have is not being discussed openly enough because I don't know about you dude but if you are an average grocery buyer and you go and buy a pack of chicken breasts from the supermarket under the fresh chicken right. pat. Yeah, like not frozen patties or anything like that. Dude, yeah. what you get is literally, if you get breasts, I'm not talking thighs, because I think the thigh issue is fine. There's a lot of cheap chicken thighs out there that are getting uneaten, but you never know what you're going to get, dude. If you make one, right. and I'm not kidding, I you know me you and i are friends to the point where you know i like to cook and i'm not saying i'm good at it but i know how to cook chicken well and yeah you what i cut into dude it's like rubbery or even if you get it perfect the first time and essentially perfect with this chicken is just overcooking it if you try to eat it up the next day which in right. my family, you grew up like me. We were fucking leftover kids. Like you have to be. You gotta be. You don't waste it. So when I try to do that, dude, it's like I don't know the taste that like you know when they say what I feel like when I'm eating chicken these days, surrounded by other people eating, I think the same thing I'm eating is when they say how people who eat cilantro, some people taste soap. That's right, right. What is going on with chicken these days, in my opinion. I mean, dude, it could be like I watch a lot of these food documentaries and stuff, and it could be like glue. I seen that they were like gluing Ugh. stuff together, Ugh. and I mean, it's like just wild. I mean, and and I'm I definitely could be considered suspect for this. I remember like a year or two ago, we there was an Eagles game on the same day as a NASCAR race, and I was up in PA near my sister's house. So I said, hey, why don't we get together? You know, let's watch this race. We'll watch the Eagles the same day. So we, I said, I'll go out to Giant. I'll buy some stuff. We'll get a nice spread make a day of it, you know, mm -hmm. nice family Sunday. So we get out there and I'm like, Oh, you know, deviled eggs. Like I like deviled eggs a lot. I think they're good. I like, you know, I'm, I don't really like scrambled eggs. I don't mm -hmm. really actually like cooked eggs. I like hard boiled eggs. Okay. Other forms of eggs. I don't like, even though I do eat them all the time. Cause I just think they're a good food to eat. Okay. But I got these deviled eggs and we got them back. And, um, Dude, they had like a scent to them and oh. literally like we would bite into them and um, rubber, like you said, like it oh. was like if it, it was like a tire, like a car tire with like deviled eggs mix onto it. Did you, were these pre-made deviled eggs? They were. Okay. So, so that right there is kind of questionable purchase, I know, but... but it's you see, but then there's levels to the food game, right? See, I personally, I have a lot of respect for the open-minded eater because I love cooking, but I hate my brain because there's certain foods I just don't like. But the fact yeah. that I am friends with the person who's open-minded enough to give the pre-made boiled eggs a try <laughs> for your big weekend, I respect. But dude, it that's what I mean. You hear all these documentaries you saw that one. There's putting glue into food. How about the one where they're telling you there's poop on all the food? There's literally yeah. poop. there's poop everywhere. There's there's like a fecal matter matter tolerance level for food. Like there's a there's a threshold for that of like how much is permissible. 
and they say it could come from like anything. It's like, yeah, this could be the animal. This could be Jerry who works back there. It's, they it's don't know. Everywhere. If they were pressed with a gun to their head, they could not tell us where that poop came from. <laughs> but they would be able to tell us that it's under the threshold. Yeah, under, under. Safe to buy. Hey, how many kids you got? You see these prices we're offering? That's our mindset, dude. We talk about it all the time. We live in a country that's just a big, it's a big corporation. It's horrible, dude. It, I mean, it, it makes me laugh yeah. because it's wild what they're doing. To we're us, talking dude. about also like think about this is like we're talking about grocery stores. Yeah, we're not. We not even have gotten into what's tolerable permissible levels of fast food dude. i can't even think about it i don't i won't eat that fast food dude i mean i, I, I gotta be in a bad space if i'm ordering a big mac same. that's always when they get me it's always when i'm in my dark spot <laughs> yeah i'm having such a shitty monday it's raining outside and i get a push notification from wendy's and i'm like fuck you start hearing the team's <laughs> phone call ringing. Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, no. Decline. I'm... Next thing you know, DoorDash. Big yeah, Mac. dude. Did you Donna, see? We're, off, we're offering four free nuggets with any purchase. Fuck. Yeah, those... I can't even think about what's inside <laughs> what's those, in nuggets, those nuggets, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Because, like, dude, it's, it's, it's God. I, I wonder how much percent oh of the nugget is actually chicken. Oh, what's dude, that no, threshold? Stop, dude, did you? So like the fast food docs are literally the best because yeah. they they show them over and over and people just keep going and go, they don't dude, care now dude you can tell i guarantee you chick-fil-a makes a flip and they do some crazy shit where their shit starts becoming terrible i guarantee that they'll still be packed they'll yeah. oh be, yeah oh we're so McDonald's sorry will never not be packed Never, dude, because it's a steal. They know how to do yeah. it. They know how to do it. And McDonald's is like, last time I went there, we got two uh, quarter pounders. And, dude, it was like 25 bucks. Like, I, I see the memes all the time of, like, the value menu when we were kids and grew up. And it's like you could get everything for a dollar. I was going to say. A dollar won't even get you the cheese. No, is that saying? Yeah, dude, add bacon. <laughs> that sentence doesn't exist. Are you kidding me, dude? No. Nah. They try to, and like now what's they're catching on to is because shit's popping off to where it's like, if you go to Chipotle, right, there's all these loopholes to where it's like, order a burrito bowl, but then get a tortilla on the side because they give it to you for free. So you're getting more meat. And then like, yep. don't tell them you want a second one, a scoop of meat until they put the first one on. So they don't jimp you like oh, shit yeah. like that, dude, there there's systems and like, I, we're finding it like weasels are going to weasel dude. because like you got it these days. Like you said, I just, I, I didn't know yep. it was hacked to talk about the, what's it called? The dollar menu shit, but it's true. I go to Wendy's once, probably every three weeks. And okay. what I used to order, dude, now call what I, I swear to God, I get a spicy chicken sandwich, medium fried diet Coke good, side of four piece nuggets. Right? Yeah, great order. Not bad. For a guy who doesn't really do fast food burgers, I just that's the go-to. Wendy's is just has it's, always done it right by my book. So tasty meal. They got the best barbecue sauce, by the way, in the game. I think I think they put brown sugar in theirs. It's good if you haven't had. But anyway, that meal, 
I mean, I don't know. Do we just sound like old guys? But you get what I'm getting at. Food quality is ass these days. It's tough to find. And especially when we come from a country that used to grow their own shit. And dude, that makes me so sad because I love. I mean, I think it's so cool when things have a name on it. A hundred percent, man. And I mean, I just think that that what has happened is over the course of time, you know, and this is goes back hundred years, the permissible level of fecal matter has just steadily kept going down and down and down and down. Yeah. And, and so we, we got what we got. I mean, I went to go buy salmon the other day and i like ordered the Covered salmon from probably dude, because I, I went up to the, like, you know, like the seafood guy, like yeah. I didn't want to buy the frozen. I wanted the actual yep. salmon filet. So I ordered off the guy and he's like getting ready to, to do his thing and package it up for me. And then I'm reading like on the fine print and it was just said artificial color added. And I'm like, yo, like I was like, and I told Marin, my wife, and I was like, yo, like they said on the fine print of this salmon, the artificial colors added. And she was like, why'd you get it? And I was like, I mean, the dude already packed it up. Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, I literally picked that salmon. Because yep. it had a nice orange color to yep, it. Yep, dude. You know and I mean? they like, know what's – and that's insane. Was, dude. That's what sells, Somebody spray painted that shit, bro. They put a fucking needle in it and it went – and then it, the thing went from like this disheveled little tilapia to a – now it's a yeah. beautiful salmon. And it well, tastes good, though. Which I'm sure it did, do because it's farm-raised. <laughs> they know what they're doing because that's the big issue. People need to get more into nature because the salmon – stock is low because they're i forget where it is dude it might be pacific northwest there or somewhere they're building where and they dammed up where all the salmon used to run and that's what dude i love nature so much that like i don't know it's always been in me but my wife like even her just growing our own like what do we do she's grown an avocado tree she's done like and like a bit little shit like herbs wow, that's and a shit. 15 year job yo. dude so avocados. she's got a few we're gonna take them on the road with us because like yourself we're moving yeah, you have to too. so it's like all this shit's coming with us but anyway like i just i want to really get into that as i get older because i think there's yeah it needs to be talked about because the other thing i noticed too dude whenever i buy berries i lived in southeast florida I think it's like 1,900 miles or 1,000 miles from where I am now. The Driscoll Farms is the name on all the berries that they sell. Yeah, those like, are the berries I buy. So that's what I'm saying, dude. Dr- like I used to think when I was like, Dr- oh, the Driscoll family, they must be these nice people that cut a great deal with the local giant. Right. Fuck no, dude. Huge conglomerate. It's nah, crazy. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, we're in a world of hurt. But the only other thing I really wanted to talk to you about it too was I think all day and it often happens on the road. And then that's kind of so someone the other day did typical just bullshit. Like I'm a very I'm interested to hear from you. So you grew up right like because you worked on a car since I've known you. Uh, and you've always been into NASCAR and stuff. So yeah, I built was that cars. childhood? Like, was that something that was kind of built in you? Like, was your were your 
friends, family were into cars? It, well, my uncle Larry was the first guy. He was a big Rusty Wallace fan. And uh. so he went to NASCAR. I want to say he it was, I think he went to Pocono back in like the early 90s when I was a young kid. And he got me like some Rusty Wallace stuff and all that. Yeah. And so I saw the car and I'm like, yo, this is like cool. And the reason he got me for it is because when I was a kid, like my big toys were trains and hot wheels okay and so i i had this little briefcase of hot wheels and so i would build custom tracks and all that so it was just something that i always started liking cars since i was like two and then um as i got older i think it was around 12 or 13 years old and uh you know my dad came to me and said look uh do you want to try to build a car uh, like restore a car or do you want to just drive like a, a Honda Civic or something, whatever, Toyota Corolla, you know, the standard yeah. co- uh, high school kid car. So this was in, in line for you to then drive when you're 16. So he's it, just it, yeah, trying to get, yeah, exactly. get ahead of the curve. Okay. Right. And so, um, but you know, I guess, unfortunately, or fortunately for me, I mean, the car that end up, we ended up getting was just a shell. It was, mm. uh, you know, just metal, on wheels no engine no wires no interior i mean nothing bro so um we got it for 250 bucks from this dude up in long island and i was with it because i liked camaros like it's ironically enough like and you know me as this diehard chevy guy i had a deal for a 64 fastback ford mustang that needed a lot less work that to get running than the camaro ultimately got but the deal fell through because the dude was like smoking crack and stuff yeah. like that. So he was gone Classic. and it was like, all right, we can't get the Mustang. So we end up getting the other car. So, um, yeah, man, we built, I built that car. It ended up taking me like 15 years to build it. I actually finished my brother's Camaro and then my own Trans Am all before I finished the original car. Jesus, dude, that's the way it works. Once you know a car guy, you get used like a car guy. I mean, dude, it was just, yeah, it was tough because like, you know, three sport athlete and so then go to college. And so there wasn't super big windows to be working on the car. And also I was dead broke for like the majority until my mid twenties. So we end up um, doing cars. Yeah, man. They just were always something. They were like always, always in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, Which is, and talk about a unique opportunity too, because like, I mean, that situation would never fucking happen in my family. You know, I married a guy who you pay for the work to be done by someone who's going to do it better than you. And that was his mindset. So like cars, electrical work, that stuff is very foreign to me. And it's, I find it very cool, but when driving dude, so that's my big thing, right? So safety and respect were beaten into me as a kid that mentality translates when you're learning how to drive i i got to learn driving from people who are very safe on the road they take their time on the road it's a lot about how you are taught but i think it's all a lot about how your mindset is on driving and things but it led me to the thought of human species i don't care what you believe in evolution or the christianity whatever your beliefs are i really don't care my thought is one way or another, we're some form of animal, right? Everything <laughs> else is moving around on their own two legs, except us. And we decide that we need to get places really fast. And we, as humans, decided at the age, rightful age of 16, we can get in a car and go 200 miles an hour if you can get there. Like, you could just go. Sure. 
So this fear sometimes strikes into my brain when I'm on a high. I think I have, I think it's when I drove, drove the U-Haul from Florida to Pennsylvania. I think it like fucked me up mentally. Like <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I can see that could happening. Like you, someone. you white knuckle enough on back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just gets to you. So when now in driving every once in a while, dude, that, that thought will come in my head. Like these people might not even know what the fuck they're doing, which the vast I majority think... I feel do not go ahead. Cause I was going to say, I don't think they do. Dude. I go nuts on the road. And the funny thing is I'm a hypocrite because the first day I finished that trans am that I was talking about, I'm so happy. Trans am's ready to go. Let's go. I take my high school girlfriend. We go bowling with another couple of our friends Sounds about and right. I had an 11 PM curfew. And so it's like 10 40. We're bowling about like, 16 17 minutes away from my home and so i'm like but i gotta drop her off and she lived like at that time i want to say 10 minutes so i've got like 27 minutes that i need to get down into 17 i'm 17 i just had turned 17 the month before first day with the car i got out and literally i'm doing 150 160 miles per hour weaving in and out of lanes it's nighttime Right. Oh Somehow I got her back at like, I want to say 1048, 1049. So I'm like, all right, I just got to punch it through the rest of the way, get home. It's beginning to rain at this point. Oh, and I'm doing like 95, 100 on back roads where oh, like, dude, where I grew up in Garnet Valley, like there's deer and a lot of them. And so I'm driving. And next thing I know, turns coming up. I'm like, oh, I'm going a little too fast to make this turn right now. So I hit the brake, start fish tailing. I'm turning the wheel this way, turning it the other way. And I, next thing I know, I'm thinking, I'm not going to avoid this curve yep. and just womp over it. And I'll be like, oh, oh damn, no. I split between a rock and a telephone pole. And somehow Ooh. like that, I didn't hit either one. Dude, if there was another car there, dead. probably both people, Mushed. me yeah, and dude. the other. And so like, she, so, I, I sit here now and like say, these people on the road are insane. Like yeah. I was one of them. Yeah. You know? Which but, that's what I was intrigued by asking you, because although I take you to be very safe and cautious, I think by yourself, you might drive differently or not, not like an asshole, but faster than I would prefer. Like, because I'm a right, I'm a right lane driver, dude. If it's a 65, I go 70, and I don't usually go lick over. I think there's there's four types of drivers. Okay, and, and you you put me onto this because you said right lane driver. Yeah, I think there's people that drive in the right lane, the way that the right lane should be handled, yep. which is the way you just mentioned. There's people that drive in the right lane that should not be over there because they're going way too fast, and then there's the inverse of that for the left lane. Sure, right, I agree. So. I am a left lane guy, uh, but I'm, I do what is supposed to be happening in yeah. the left lane. Exactly. So when I freak out on the highway, it's because this happened to me yesterday morning. I was on I-95 at like 7 a.m. I got this guy in a truck in front of me doing 58 miles per hour in the left-hand lane. Yeah. And I'm like, move. Get yeah. out of the way. Like, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Out of the kitchen. And then that's you know? the issue, dude. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Because Too that's many. the end. So, like, that's where, and I know this is, like, a very common thought, is traffic exists 
a lot of the times because of the stupidity of the whiplash drivers who need to look over and see uh, what's oh, going on. I mean, on. dude, and we it's, saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. So what drives me insane is like you're talking about. It's the people who, if they just... It, it's the idea of the, I swear to God, there it is. That's the all encompassing. That's the podcast. It's if people were just normal on the road normal. to where if you go, like you said, it, it, my thing, the biggest example is when you get into the left lane, you pass the car that is going slow to slower than you'd like in the right. As you get the normal, be, does as that. you get, yep. As you get beyond that car, <laughs> if there is a huge gap between you and the next car, the th polite and right thing to do is put on your right blinker. You get back over to the right lane and you proceed from there. That yep. allows the cars behind you to pass if they need to go faster or you to just stay in your lane. It just, it, it doesn't make sense how people are like, like they just, I, I don't get it. Or the opposite, dude. dude. The cautious <laughs> driver might be more dangerous on the road. They It goes both ways, right? And like literally- You've hit the nail on the head to a T. It's be normal. Know yourself and go where you are supposed to be. Don't go somewhere you're not supposed to be. Yep. You know, and you know, you know who I really don't like though on the road is the motorcycle guys that weave in and out at like 160. That, That's crazy. Those are the, the so our buddy Sparky has recently had the idea that he wants to get a Harley. And I was like, I, I say this, it's it's ever since two years ago, we went on summer vacation and on the way home, we saw, no, on the way there and back total, we saw three fatalities. Mm -hmm. Three of them were involving Mike motorcycles. Uh, I saw a guy, dude, I, I, I think I said it on the podcast. I don't yell at my wife. I screamed at her in the car to close her eyes because yeah. there was a dude in half, like because yeah, of his, and that's why, dude, I think like, you add that to where these guys have that macho man persona. They think, and I'm not doubting their ability. That's the other thing I tell my oh, wife. Oh, I'm sure they're great at it. It's in, not, you know, I don't fear for the ones I trust on the road. It's the fear of the other people acting dumb. And I mean, dude, I say it all the time. Like when uh, Marin goes and drives, she, she drives the car more than I do because I work from home and stuff. Yeah. So I always tell her when she leaves in the morning, I'm just like, hey, you know, text me when you get there because I have no worry whatsoever about you driving. Yep. I know that she's a very, she's like, when you said right lane cautious, that kind of thing, that's Marin. Right. That's why I always tell her I want to drive, not because I'm going to speed, but just, you know, I, I am going to go faster than she would. Sure. And you'll so, get there quite. That's how me and, and it's once again, personalities matching up. Liz, perfectly with you getting there quick. Sorry. But it is it is about it's these people who are out there, man, and they're they're in a, a lane that they shouldn't be in for their uh, how we shouldn't say skill set when we're talking about like their their driver profile. Yep. Right. There you go. Stay in the lane where that is where your driver profile belongs, sure. right? And secondly, secondly, right, it's the observe observing, right? Yeah. I think like you brought up the people that go and look over and stuff like that. I think all why do accidents happen is because someone's not paying attention. Always, everyone's <laughs> Every eyes time. are off the road. Oh, dude, off the road completely, or just and I yeah, dude the. 
I worked on the road. Like I, I drove shit around for four years of my life. So you get to yeah. see how it operates. And at this point, dude, everyone's just on autopilot. We're just dude, zooming around. Going, cars are going to drive themselves in another word. Once we start eating crickets, <clears> the cars are just going to type it in and it's going, you're going to just go to sleep. Exactly. You put your you food and your fuel in the same thing. And then you just start driving, but it's, it, is nerve-wracked yeah because like you said having the knowing your your floor but also recognizing the ceiling saying okay the people who created the laws in this state found it plausible to put 70 miles an hour on this sign i probably shouldn't be doing a hundred when everyone else is most likely (laughs) observing the law so it's just like shit like that dude would Oh my God. Well, I mean, though, I think if, if you're going to be moving quick, right, it is about observational awareness and safety. You know, we were driving up Wednesday morning on 95 to PA. I was doing a solid 110, 105, Christ. you know, left hand lane. I'm not doing too many weavy crazy shit, right? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I notice a Ford, um, not an escape. I forget with like a Ford Fiesta or some stupid Ford sedan behind me. And I go, that's an undercover cop. So, uh, I'm like, I'm going to drop it back. I go over to the right, you know? And I said to Marin at one point, I'm like, you know, there's been a cop following us for the last 10 miles. And she went, huh? Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, Marin, I'm like, you got to always know who, what the car is behind you. Like the car on your left, the car on your right. Like these are common things. I remember learning when, you know, we started learning how to drive and, I think if we could boil it down to one thing, Scott, I think it's what you said in the onset of the conversation, which is that these people really don't know what they're doing out there, man. No, dude, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't know that we're moving seventy miles an hour in a steel vehicle that could blow someone's brains all over your windshield. They don't care. They just go, I gotta go to the grocery store. And now I shouldn't have done a woman impression because I know a lot of bad men drivers. So I don't mean to segregate, but it's everyone, dude. No one acknowledge. And then more, I personalities, if you're cautious, stay off the road as much as possible. If you have a huge ego and you think you're the shit, stay off the road as much as possible because both groups of people are not doing anyone good dude it's one of my yeah that i was thinking about that a lot this week just like as a species i don't think we're supposed to be moving this fast and no i mean think about this right how many people out there are driving that actually don't even have a license dude or (laughs) like i said this to during dinner i said we test one time one time that's it when you're 16 dude if Never I met the again. 16 year old version of myself, I would kick his teeth in. And that kid was driving around drinking beers. Oh, oh, dude. I mean, when I was back in high school, I mean, I guess I probably dude. shouldn't say this, but I mean, there was a couple times. Let's dude, just put it this so way. Dumb. I should not have been behind the wheel. No, you know, um, dumb. thank dumb. God that that has been firmly put into the past. But like, because you know, we grew up, there was no Uber. No. We had, like it was we were the last, do. we were the last like high school generation to be like, well, I, I'm, I gotta sleep at home, you know? And I just, it's I mean, hard. dude, it's, I slept it was hard. in my car a couple yeah. times. Yep. Slept it, I slept on like, picnic tables. I did it all, dude, too. I tried know? to avoid it. But like you said, stupidity 
and at that age you just don't think like it's hard and i just don't i there's something wrong dude i people don't you know how everyone can't be an nfl wide receiver i mean i was just thinking about henry ruggs man but so i don't think everyone has the skill set to make decisions going 70 miles an hour i don't but i i can promise you i know they don't bro. but as a society we just go all right but they're doing it yep they but, just keep doing it dude they just keep there's poop everywhere and people are flying around god man, man dude falling. i just feel like we're gonna end up like them people in wally yo we and are. the eggs we <laughs> we gotta we gotta stop eating. we gotta start growing our own food man all right that's all right we're gonna start the just be normal farm first and we'll get it going <laughs> so all right well the eagles play uh in about a half hour, I'm going to let you go get to it. I greatly All appreciate right. your time. I just wanted to get on the airwaves, let the people know we're not being lazy and not forgetting about them. So, uh, yeah, that'll be it. Smeds, I greatly appreciate you. I love you. Good deal, brother. Love you too. Till next time. Later. Peace. Peace.